0: Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, and the global community of women in high school sports. You've heard me say before, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. I'm watching you. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all great companies I used as an AD or as a coach, and I think you should be using them too. Here we go. We want to thank SnapRaise for their support of the podcast. Are you tired of spending hours and hours with fundraisers that require too much time and lead to little or no results? Well, stop right here and head over to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. Snapraise is hands down the best online fundraiser out there. We used it in my school with great success. Coaches and parents just loved it. And what's more important, it works. At SnapRays, you'll find information on other powerful tools uh, like Snap Manage, Snap Store, and FanX, uh, which is your very own custom app to connect and engage with your community. Head over to snapraisecom EDAD and check out their entire suite of products designed to help you save time. Also, new and existing customers are automatically entered into a $1,500 contest for your next SnapRaise fundraiser. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website, VitalSignsWallofFame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school record boards, your school's hall of fame, or simply tell your school's stories. That's com. Mention this podcast, you'll get a nice discount. We also want to say thanks to Gipper, Go to Gipper.com. Gipper's the official social media graphics solution for the podcast. And at Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to start creating world-class content for your school's social media channel. Your kids are on social media, and if you're not promoting your athletes and celebrating your teams, you're really missing out. Gipper's used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. It's professional graphic design made simple. So simple, even I can do it. That's Gipper.com. Mention the podcast. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to HometownTicketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more. We want to thank Huddle for their support. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a huddle school and our coaches just love the tools that huddle provided that helped them coach our kids up to their highest level go to huddle.com see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle join the 8 million users turn your school into a huddle school we'd like to thank sideline interactive indoor score tables and video boards Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Uh, Their products not only generate income for your department, they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thank you to Home Campus. Go to HomeCampus.com. They are the exclusive high school and state association management platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for things like uh, scheduling, athletic eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And you're going to love it, too. To get started, all you have to do is go to HomeCampus.com. That's HomeCampus.com. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic Directors already hear back from the complainers, the 5% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys will connect you to that 5%, but they'll also connect you to the 95% that supports your program, And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to one of our favorite states today, the great state of Illinois, and we're going to be visiting with Amy Boscolo. She is a certified athletic administrator, longtime AD in the state of Illinois, and she uh, just recently took over at her current school, Edwardsville High School. That's, of course, in Edwardsville, Illinois. Amy, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Well, you were recommended, highly recommended uh, by a mutual friend of ours, Rebecca Carr. And so I'm excited to uh, get going. So let's jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own uh, high school and college days, and then we'll take a break. But uh, what's, uh, what's the origin story for Amy Boscolo?
1: So I grew up in a south side suburb of Chicago. So I grew up in Palos Hills. Um, I went to high school at a school called Stag High School. I played one year of basketball, was not a fan. I liked the sport. I just, I was just tall. And so I almost had to go in, in to try it. But I was really, I really loved track and field. That's kind of where I found my passion. Um, and I loved hanging out with our athletic trainer. So uh, Mike Petty was a amazing athletic trainer and he's a phenomenal and he kind of inspired me quite a bit athletically when I was going to school. Um, my, my siblings are a little bit older, so I grew up kind of getting in a car and watching my brother play college football at Loris college in Dubuque, Iowa. And so I've been around sports kind of my whole life, but I was the kid that loved everything. I participated in band and choir and sports and I was always going, um, through high school. So when time came to go to college, I said, what do I really want to do? And, um, I, I was between music and uh, sports medicine, and I actually chose that sports medicine. I figured I could do music for fun, and so I got my degree in athletic training and exercise science from Illinois State University, and then from there, I realized that in the suburbs, if you are going to work in a school as an athletic trainer, then you need to be a teacher. So then I went and um, got my teaching certificate at North Central College in Naperville, took my first job, um, at Neuqua Valley high school. And that's when I started to coach track and field and work as an athletic trainer while I taught health and PE. So that's kind of my little brief bio.
0: <laughs> no, you squeezed a lot in there. Uh, being a track guy myself, I got to go back and ask, you know, what were your events? Uh, you know, what were you doing on the, uh, on the track?
1: I was the field kid. So I was throwing shot, put, and discus. So that was uh, fun for me. I enjoyed lifting weights. I enjoyed being strong. And so that's just where I found my passion. That was really, really enjoyable for me.
0: Very, very cool. Um, we've had a number of guests uh, on that have started out as undergrads in an athletic training program and then got into teaching and coaching. Um, taking those courses as an undergraduate student, do you remember any events? Uh, maybe it was you know in a class or maybe it was out on the field. That at the time really didn't make an impact that much but looking back now as a teacher as a coach as an ad that was an important moment uh, anything come to mind from uh, that undergraduate training
1: um so for me i loved athletic training i'm still a certified athletic trainer i maintain that certification um i remember a couple of things i remember uh being at georgia southern playing in the final four for one double football. Um, I remember just staring at the event at this big, huge bowl um, that they, that you played in. They said, if you're losing with like three minutes left, gather your personal belongings because it's not going to be good. So, and I'm not joking. I mean, they took the field, they took, stole coaches' headsets. I mean, it was a whole to-do. It was, but I'm just like, goodness gracious, like crowd control. It was pretty interesting. Um, And then also just dealing with injured athletes. So I just remember one specific student is actually when I was getting my teaching certificate who Slid into second and said, "My leg hurts." And I said, "Well, let me see your let me see your knee, let me see your shin," and he so he goes to pull down his sock. I'm like, "Buddy, pull up your sock! Like we need that for compression. You need to go get some stitches." So, um, those two pieces just kind of watching like how did the how was the crowd control? How was the game management? Who helped? Um, that's kind of where I started to really pay attention to athletic administration.
0: Okay, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot again. Okay, um, my high school and college athletic career was entirely during the 70s. You know, graduated high school in 75, graduated college in 1980, and as a PE major, you know, we took the athletic training course as a, a coach, uh, and then an AD through the 80s and 90s. And I taped my share of ankles, and I, I've I've let's say I've observed and managed x number of injuries oh my final year as an athletic director we were hosting a lacrosse tournament and uh, our trainer had a wedding that she was a part of so i said you just go to the wedding you know i'll be in charge and so of course uh a goalie for the opposing team uh gets injured I, i go out there and i can see very clearly you know his patella is off to one side and again my training my experience, not that I had ever been told to do this, but I had heard enough stories and talked to enough old school, really old school trainers. Oh, you just, you know, you kind of calm them down, you know, just kind of manipulate that knee, easy bending, and it usually pops back in. And so that's exactly what I did. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, we got the kid over the sideline. We got ice. Uh, The mom was there, said, yeah, you should probably get him checked out, you know, at urgent care, et cetera. Uh, when I tell my trainer that story on Monday, you know, she just, are you kidding? You know, you never do that. So I assume she was right. And I was wrong. But you know, (laughs) what's your take on that? Uh, I saw the expression on your face.
1: (laughs) You know, you did what you thought was appropriate at the time. So good job. (laughs) I always tell my athletic trainers here, even now, like, when there's an emergency, you tell me what you want me to do. Like, I'm not I'm not in charge you're in charge you tell me what you need me to do and um yes you can follow an emergency action plan so on and so forth but with my medical background there's a lot of times they're like we need an extra set of hands that's going to be you i'm like you just tell me what to do you're in charge
0: okay so from your perspective as a certified (laughs) trainer what's the best way for a coach and or maybe trainer to handle that uh dislocated kneecap
1: (laughs) Honestly, at that point, I'm just I'm calling in, I'm calling an EMS. They're gonna go ahead and stabilize that kid and they're gonna take them and and take them to the next step for sure. Because at least now too, you just don't know what you're gonna pop back in with that or if there's a fracture underneath there, if there's something else going on. So you always want to be careful.
0: Right. And and I did do, you know, that, you know, evaluation and talking with the kid oh, yeah. uh and you know, all of that stuff first. Uh, hopefully no lawsuits are gonna be pending. Okay. <laughs> Let's go and take our first break uh, again for our listeners. We're visiting today with Amy. I'm going to try to get it right. Boscolo. Okay. Certified athletic administrator and the AD at Edwardsville high school in Edwardsville, Illinois. Uh, this is the educational AD podcast. Please stay with us. We want to thank our good friends at snap race for their support of the podcast. Are you tired of spending hours and hours with fundraisers that take too much time and don't deliver? Well, stop right here and head over to SnapRaise.com/edad. SnapRaise is hands down the best online fundraiser out there. We used it at our school with great success. Our coaches and parents just loved it, and what's more important, it works. Snapraise also has some other powerful tools like SnapManage, SnapStore, and a new one called FanX. Head over to SnapRays.com EDAD and check out their entire suite of products designed to help ADs like you save time and do their job better. That's SnapRays.com. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to showcase your school's history, your proudest moments, and your top role models. Be sure to mention the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today.
1: It's nice to see uh, SnapRays snap getting a shout out on the podcast. Cause I know that um, I use them in uh, my last school and I'm using them currently. We just kind of brought them in. It was a new fundraising effort for our programs. And so it's really helpful um, and easy ways for our teams to make some money. And that's kind of the name of the game down here for sure.
0: Well, uh, thanks so much for for sharing that. Again, at my school, you know, we had a number of coaches use it. And uh, again, when the the fundraiser works, that's the bottom line. But you know, when your coach and your parents are happy about it, and your business managers happy about it too, you know, that's a winner. So thanks for that shout out for our listeners. Uh, our guest today, uh, once again, is Amy Boscolo. She is a certified athletic administrator, and she's the AD at Edwardsville High School in Illinois. Amy, uh, you kind of took us up through your college years and how you you know you had to go back and get your teaching credential. Share a little bit more about your early career and how that led to your current position uh, as the AD at Edwardsville.
1: So I started working my first job. Um, out of getting my teaching certificate at Nico Valley High School in Naperville, Illinois, which is a massive high school um, up in the suburbs. It was amazing. Um, we had a freshman campus. We just had about 4,000 kids, about 1,000 kids at each grade level. Um, excellent athletics. I was able to work as a PE teacher at our freshman campus. I taught CPR as well as um, some fitness classes. And then I also worked as an athletic trainer and as a track and field coach. So in the suburbs in order to work as a teacher, like they would hire the athletic trainers as teachers. They would be stipend just like a coaching position would be. And that was my motivation for getting my teaching certificate in the first place. Um, I had gotten married. I moved to central Illinois where I took um, a teaching position at Urbana high school. So Urbana was quite a bit smaller, more like 1400 students. Um, I coached track there. I was not able to be an athletic trainer at at Urbana, they hired from a clinic. So I took on the head girls track and field coaching position and I kept that for the whole 10 years that I stayed there. But I worked as an athletic trainer through a local hospital. So I'd cover a lot of youth football and wrestling events and whatever they needed coverage for, I would just kind of cover for people. So got really great experience there and decided to get my masters. I just thought it was about time to do that, start moving up on the pay scale. I never thought I would use it ever. Um, Wasn't gonna go to the dark side, but here we are. Got that degree, and um, I made the decision to leave Urbana. It was really difficult, and I took an assistant principal position at a middle school just north of um, Champaign-Urbana. And I was there for three years, realizing the middle school is not my age group. Um, God bless every middle school teacher; they deserve millions of dollars because middle school is so challenging. And um, I really wanted to get back in athletics. I um, I missed it. I was I was not happy, so. I started just to apply for jobs anywhere in high school. It didn't matter if it was athletics, if it was an assistant principal position, I just wanted a high school job again. I drove down to this town called Highland, Illinois, which is a small community um, just outside of you know, St. Louis. I didn't even know where Highland was when I got the interview. I interviewed for their associate principal position. And in there they had asked me, like, you know, what my future career was. Did I want to be a principal? Where, you know, where did I want to go? And I said, Well, I really want to be an athletic director. At that point, their eyes lit up, they looked around the room, and then they told me our athletic director is actually interviewing for this job tomorrow, but we'll be in touch. And I said, okay, so fast forward a week. um, The athletic director became the associate principal and I got hired on as the AD. So that's where I was for the last five years, but I was an assistant principal and an athletic director, 22 sports and activities, two classes of discipline, IEP, 504s and I evaluated teachers. It was daunting to say the least. So after five years, um, this position opened up at Edwardsville and um, I am so blessed to have gotten offered the position and to take the position. And so that's that's where I am. I, I just flipped over in July and uh, it's 25 minutes from where I used to work. So I stayed within the same community, stayed within the same pool of athletic directors that I knew, assigners, officials. So my biggest change was my staff and just procedures here. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm, that's what I'm trudging through every single day.
0: Yeah, uh, I love the story and I I love those. uh, uh, I guess that would be an example of serendipity, uh, you know, where you know, well, geez, our athletic director is going to be that position is going to be open. Very cool. Uh, Also, you mentioned your previous position in Highlands where you were wearing a lot of hats. Uh, I I remember, you know, as a head football coach, uh, I had a couple of weightlifting courses and uh, I was also the athletic director, too and it it worked out well there was an assistant ad uh, at highlands goodness gracious uh, did you have any help on the ad side of it while you were doing all of those other uh duties as assigned
1: <laughs> no i had a, a great administrative professional that helped me make sure things were were running through but um no i was a uh, i was on my own i'd have some game coverage here and there but it was it was a lot um Thank goodness when I decided to change positions, they took the job and split it into two. So it's better for kids, coaches, teachers, everybody. So, um, and the person that's over there is awesome. So he's doing a great job. So I'm really excited. But yeah, it had to happen. It was just way too much for one person.
0: You also mentioned um, that you're still in you know, the same network, the same community of, of ADs and, and assigners and officials, which is so critical. And, and I think it's, a, I don't want to say it's a mistake. I, I think it's an area that newer ADs uh, don't get, you know, there's no course on it. Uh, they don't get mentored on the importance of building that network and reaching out. When you first came to Highlands, um, what was your, um, awareness of that, you know, uh, or did somebody help you in creating that network?
1: So the beauty, again, my coworker, he was just one office over. He was the former AD. So I would just shout over and be like, hey, do you have so-and-so's phone number? And he'd be like, yep, sending it over. (laughs) So I always had that. I know when I left, I left nine pages of notes. So like with every contact information, every assigner, every official that, you know, anything that had to be taken care of, any bill that was reoccurring, like making sure that all that was there for someone to take over, um, but I just, it's, you know, it's important to have people that are willing to help you. And just within our conference, the athletic directors in our conference were amazing. Like we always joke that we would fight behind closed doors, but we were best friends when we walked out and my phone blows up still. Like I had messages this morning from an AD that I used to work with in that conference. We both found other positions, but we're still texting and asking each other questions because we're really truly friends. Like we, want our kids to be successful. And yes, we want to win, but it's bigger than just the game. And so it is about building those relationships and doing what's in the best interest of our kids and our communities.
0: Wow. Great stuff. Great story. Uh, And again, not just for new ADs, you know, when I um, took the position at my, what became my final school, the Clay School in Tallahassee, very successful program. Before I got there, I managed to keep it, uh, you know, on the rails and not crash the bus Uh, and still very successful now. But the previous a d um had taken the position as an interim uh, and really didn't want the job. He was a longtime coach. He did a great job, but he wanted the facilities director job at our school. And so when that came open, he got hired for that. And then I came in as the AD. So he's still on campus and he was a tremendous resource. Exactly. You know, hey, who do we call for officials or, you know, who's our field maintenance person? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. So don't be afraid to reach out to that former uh, AD, even if they're not on campus, uh, because they're going to know a lot of the things that you need to know. Very cool stuff. Once again, for our listeners, uh, we're visiting today with Amy Mascolo. She's a certified athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics at Edwardsville High School, and that's in Edwardsville, Illinois. We're going to take another break, but we're coming back with some more, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Gipper, which is the official social media graphic solution for the Educational eighty Podcast. If you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how you can create world-class graphics for your school's social media channel in seconds. Um, your kids are on social media, and if you're not, you're missing out on a great opportunity. Celebrate your athletes and promote your teams. Gipper is used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic departments across the country And it's professional graphic design made simple. It's so simple, even I can use it. Go to Gipper.com. Make sure you mention the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. If you go to HometownTicketing.com, their team... It's going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that will provide you hands on support every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com right now to get started. It's digital ticketing that offers more. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that Huddle provided that let them coach our kids up at their highest level. Go to Huddle.com. See why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a huddle school.
1: I would have to say that um, Gipper is probably one of my favorite things ever invented. Um, I brought that in at my last school. And when I came over to Edwardsville, um, I was basically told, well, ask if the coaches want to use it for their social media. I was like, I don't care if the coaches use it or not. I use it. So absolutely. Like we're back in um, because social media is so important for our kids. And so we know that our sports minded parents are on Twitter and our kids are on Instagram and we know that, you know, everybody else is on Facebook. So, You really have to be able to utilize all three. And Gipper just helps me give a good picture and um, do something fun. And every kid wants to be on that post. So it's really fun to run around at at a game and be like, who wants to be on my socials today? I'm like, oh, it's me. And so I love using Gipper all the time for, for my posts when I go onto social media.
0: Yeah, as somebody who came to, you know, social media late in their career, um, you know, we've certainly embraced Gipper with the podcast, but uh, you're absolutely right. You know, this generation of of student athletes, they just love it. And what a, uh, it's a great way to also as an AD to take control of what they call the narrative for your school. If you don't talk about it, People are going to talk about it and sometimes they're not going to understand all the great things that happen at your school so uh great shout out thanks for doing that um we get a lot of uh you know younger ad's a lot of newer ad's that listen and i think it's important for them to hear about the journey that you know i'm a lot older than you but again you're already on a journey with your state association and with our national organization, the NIAAA. So if you could share a little bit, how did you first become aware of the Illinois Association and how did you get started with NIAAA?
1: So when I was in my middle school, uh, just north of Champaign-Urbana, and I took the job in Highland, um, Scott Battis, who is the current president of the Illinois Athletic um, athletic Director Association. He is was in my conference, and so he sent me a handwritten note like, "Hey Amy, can't wait for you to join us." You know, super nice and just really respectful. It's it's really Scott. If you don't know Scott, he's amazing. So, um, get to the the first uh, the Illinois High School Association runs like a new Athletic Director Camp over the summer, just to get you in engulfed into their website and teach you all the intricacies. So you can change the name to being you versus somebody else and. Um, so they people know who to contact and so there they actually offer a course or two like right from the beginning so I took a couple of classes right at my first like you know new AD camp and Scott was like yeah absolutely do that so took those classes and then started to work through the rest of the classes and then COVID hit so that actually slowed my process down to actually get that CAA because I had to wait to get through um, some of the parent meetings and other things to earn my points to be able to sit to actually take the test. So once um once we got through COVID and I I knew I had all my classes done, um, that's when I went and I sat for the test. Um, I did attend the National Conference last year. Um, I attended the National Conference last year. It was really fun for the NIAAA, but I really wanted to get ideas of what was, um, what was big and hot topics because I got recruited um, when I went to my first Illinois Athletic Directors Association meeting. Um, I was told, you're Amy, you're from down south. Yeah, we need you. I'm like, Great. Who are you? Like, what? What are we doing? And um, I'm now the the mini session coordinator for the Illinois Athletic Directors Association conference that we have every year. So I did that. I did mini sessions last year. Um, I'm overseeing mini sessions again this year. So just bringing in guest speakers to talk to our athletic directors because we really want ads teaching ads. Like we're all pretty smart people, and so like let's not reinvent the wheel. Um, And so Illinois does a great job of of gathering. mini speakers, and then even doing our our monthly learning sessions just to keep bettering our practice. So that's kind of how I got involved. And I love what I do. So I, whatever they need, I'm like, if you need something, just let me know. I'll help you as best I can.
0: Uh, that, that's great to hear. Now, as someone who was on the NIAAA's, uh certification committee for many years, you know, my next question, you know, where are you in your journey for that next uh, milestone, that CMAA?
1: So I just passed my test last last November, and so I've taken one class so far in the next round. So I'm, I try to take one to two classes a year. So this year, again, changing roles over the summer. I'm a little behind, but I'll, I'll get caught back up here pretty soon. I know like I took um, I'll take a, at least one, if not two classes during our state conference. Um, coming up in the spring.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is a good time to give our friends at NIAAA a shout out. If you have not registered, you need to do so because uh, those courses are filling up. Um, I've got to give a shout out to uh, the courses that I've been involved with as a faculty member, uh, the two middle school courses, 700 and 701. Um, I'll be teaching one of them, maybe both, I don't know. And then uh, 716 the partnering with parents course uh i was very honored to be part of that authorship team there's a couple of new courses too uh there's one on writing handbooks that uh we've been told uh it's going to be standing room only so uh all the courses are great make sure you sign up uh and uh hopefully now uh, i i didn't ask this um amy you're going to be in orlando in december
1: I haven't signed up for Orlando. It's like I said, new role, just trying to get myself figured out a little bit. Um, But I have a feeling in the next couple of years, I'll start heading back to the national conference. All
0: right. Well, you won't get a chance to see Amy in Orlando, but I'm going to be there. So if you see me, please come up and say, I, I'd love to uh, find out who our listeners are. Um, We're going to go take another break. But we are going to come back with some more. Amy's going to share some of the uh, best practices that she has used or seen in her careers in AD so far. Um, let's go and take that break. Uh, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Sideline Interactive, Indoor Score Tables, and Video Boards for their support of the pod- podcast. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. You can schedule a live web demo and see their score tables and their scoreboards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Of course, we use it for home games, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. Their products are tremendously versatile and the customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Their products not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes, sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to home campus, go to homecampus.com. It's the exclusive high school and state association platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, scheduling, Uh, student athlete eligibility and clearance and a whole lot more as an athletic director i used home campus every single day and it was just great and you're going to love it too all you have to do to get signed up is go to homecampus.com that's homecampus.com check them out today see what they can do for you and your program welcome back everyone to the educational Ed podcast Amy, one of the things that we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm I'm going to put you on the spot. Now, you've been an AD for a long time, but I know you just took over at Edwardsville this summer. Uh, what are some things that you have done as an AD um, at your previous schools? Or maybe it's something that you've seen in your first month at, uh, ed- months at Edwardsville that you're going, wow, this is great. I'm not going to touch it. What are some best practices that you can share with our listeners?
1: So coming in, like I said, I I moved basically 25 minutes, but I'll be honest, I didn't know people at Edwardsville when I came over. You know, it was, we were in different conferences. Edwardsville is far larger than where I was. I was in a school of about 880 kids. Edwardsville has just over 2,300 students. So it's a massive difference being 25 minutes away. I think it's really important. And um, I sat down with all of our head coaches and I individually basically kind of went through an interview process. I wanted to know them. I wanted to know what they were about. I wanted to get a pulse of their program. And it really gave me a feel of the community here at Edwardsville. Um, I asked the hardest question that every coach looked at me stumped and they were dumbfounded. And I said, describe Edwardsville athletics to me in three words. You get three words. I took all of those words and I compiled them into a mantra. So our mantra is hustle. And so whenever we talk about hustle, um, we're talking about just the historic aspects of Edwardsville that we have been just a rich traditional school um, and that we wanna continue that historic path. Um, We talked about being upstanding. This is probably some of the most ethical people I've ever worked with all across the board, just talking about we will always be We'll just have the best character the best integrity that's just who we're going to be and I loved it. Um, We're very student centered there wasn't one coach that walked in here that didn't say, but it's about my kids. It's about everybody's kids like we're in this for all of our kids. So even coaches who are very, you know, focused on their sport. They cared about everybody. we talked about being a tribe that we are a family that a family that goes beyond just coach and player, but it's coach player parent community and how we all work together. So we use that, um, it's leadership, whether it be our student developing our student leaders or our own coaches being leaders, you know, there's always this joke that we are South of I-80 and I-80 splits Chicago from everybody else. And so, um, Our coaches, how are you getting out there and making a name for Edwardsville High School across the state and across, you know, the Midwest so that we can continue to gather good coaches when we have an opening? Like, how do we how do we do that? So it's through their leadership as well. And then we're just exceptional. Like we we have great talent. We have great skills. We have great performance. And we just have great behavior, even when things don't go our way. So, um, just coming up with like just a mantra I told our, when we, when I presented it to coaches, I, I presented them also with a logo. They're like, that's amazing. I go, you don't use this logo unless you believe it. And I, every decision I make is going to go back to this. And every evaluation I have of you is going to go back to this. Like these are our founding pillars of who we are. And so that for me was just really important to get established with, with our coaches in that respect.
0: I love that uh, exercise, you know, describe us in three words, Um, just a a fine tuning of that meeting with your coaches. You know, I, I, I did this on my final job as an AD when I came to the school, like I said, it was very successful. Uh, and I just sent out an email to all of our coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches, and just said, hey, come in this summer, just want to sit down, get a chance to know you, and I asked them, the question that I asked was, what can I do for you to make your job more fun? Uh, You know, we had some that were teaching and coaching, some that were off campus, and uh, long story short, I was just an athletic director. Uh, I wasn't teaching or coaching, so I had the ability to Help with the scheduling uh you know work with boosters all those things you know how can i make your job more fun uh and obviously i didn't think of that on my own i heard it from somebody else but it it just paid off in such a huge way um many coaches we had several hall of fame coaches they said nobody's ever asked us that before uh so uh, again great advice from you uh on how to come into a program and begin to build it, and and become part of that very cool stuff. Um, Amy, uh, we're we're coming back with some more. We'll do this at the end of the podcast. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, find out some of the things you do at Edwardsville, or just you know add you to their network, uh, what's the best way that they can get hold of you?
1: So um, my email address is a b o s c o l o at ecusd7.org or if um, you follow me on instagram or on twitter it's edwardsville athletics 618 and you'll be able to find me or it's edwardsville sports page on facebook but either way just reach out and i will get back to you for sure
0: Hey, I'm, i'm writing those down um amy moscolo this has been really cool uh but we're not done yet okay uh we always wrap up with the Athletic Director's Toolbox. Now, even though you just took over to Edwardsville a couple months ago, you're uh, not a newcomer to the world of athletics, but uh, we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Amy is going to put into her new Athletic Director Toolbox. This is the Educational Lady Podcast. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers that uh, 3 to 4% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys not only connects you to that small group, but they also connect you to the vast majority of parents that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They can create a custom survey that will let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Make sure you visit their website today. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Amy Boscolo. She is a certified athletic administrator, longtime AD in the state of Illinois, certainly knows her way around the world of athletics. But right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So Amy, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox?
1: So I think, you know, the old adage of you never get a second chance to make a first impression, it it needs to go in there because as people get to meet you, like we all know that our jobs are super stressful, but when you're meeting someone for the first time, even if you're frazzled, like you have to take a deep breath and say, this is the first time I'm talking to this person, whatever's happening is not their problem typically, so making sure that you, you can kind of solve all of those problems all the way through, like don't sweat the small stuff. Like it's just, it's going to be okay. But really when you're meeting a coach for the first time, an official for the first time, a visiting team for the first time, making sure that those are positive experiences, that's how people want to continue to come back. And so always focus on first impression. Um, The second one is, if you don't correct it, you condone it. So making sure that you are correcting things that you don't want to see within your practice. Because if you don't, then you're basically approving it and saying it's okay to continue to do that. Um, And there's, again, just being respectful and just correcting some mistakes, whether it be with our kids on the field or a coach or maybe a fan behavior. It's just making sure that we're correcting those things as we see them to get the programs to where we want them to be. And then something that, you know, I'm sending out with my coaches this week and my message to them, I send out a weekly email. Um, I try not to bombard them all the time. So they get one, one weekly email with a tidbit. And this week I'm going to talk to them about, you get more of what you pay attention to. So if you want to continue to, we're at the, you know, the dog days of October, it's, it's getting rough. It's, it's difficult. Like some sports are finishing up, but others are still really cruising. You are going to see, if you see positive things, you're going to get more positive. If you see negative things, you're going to continue to see more negative. Focus on the positive things. Remember, your kids want to know all the good things you're, that they're doing. And, you know, just like I want to shout out my coaches, they need to shout out their kids. Kids love nothing more than their coach noticing them. So if you pay attention and you give a positive feedback, you're going to get a lot more out of that student in return.
0: Well, you, you probably uh, saw me scribbling all those things down. And you just heard. uh, It sounds like a pat on my own back, but uh, I just had the privilege of presenting to the uh, Illinois ADs on their monthly Zoom. And uh, you know the uh, your second tool. You know if you you don't correct
1: it, you condone it. If you don't correct it,
0: I couldn't think of correct. If you don't correct, you condone it. That's another way and a great way of saying uh, one of my favorite sayings. uh, Maybe it's a quicker way um everything we see at your school it's either coached or it's allowed and and it is so true if a student if a coach if a parent is not representing your school in the way that you want to if you're not correcting that in a positive nurturing way you are condoning that behavior great great stuff uh Amy, thanks again for sharing with our listeners today. Uh, I'm excited to revisit uh, you in a year and, and see all the great uh, uh, ways that Edwardsville High School has gone to the next level. Um, right now, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit more, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Um, search at, just through our district email. So it's Aboscolo, B O S C O L O, at ecusd7.org, or reach out on our socials because I monitor all of those. But it's Edwardsville Athletics 618 on Twitter and on Instagram. And then it's Edwardsville Sports Page on Facebook.
0: All right. Very cool. And um, Amy's information is also on the N I membership portal for your N I AAA members. Amy, thanks again for sharing with us. All the best with the uh, continuing fall sports season. And uh, I know we probably won't see you this year, but uh, we'll look for you next year at the National Conference.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you bet. For listeners, um, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Of course, we appreciate your support and listenership. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.